0: Information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C O R I E N T.com. Corient.com. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast.
1: Here's your host, John Chapman. Are you guys serious? Are you serious with that game? That was one of the greatest games that I have ever seen from a 49ers game or whatever. It does not matter. The 49ers come out and win a nail-biter 48-46 to on the road against the 10-2 Saints. I'm sorry, the 10-3 Saints. The 49ers answered some questions today. Uh, what a game. And I first want to say thank you for joining us. This is a monumental day in and of itself for me. Uh, this is the 200th episode of the 49ers Rush podcast. We started three and a half years ago, and what a culmination has brought it to. Uh, If you guys joined us on the Hot Mic app with the play-by-play and all that stuff, holy cow. uh, That is four out. My shoulders are tense, baby. (laughs) Uh, That was a lot of fun, and what a great game, and what an amazing ending. People want to talk about you know, the best tight end and good blocking tight end, and there's so many talking heads in the media that are out there just spouting incorrect information because they don't watch the game, but we know the game, and we know who George Kittle is. George Kittle is the effing man, Uh, one of the greatest plays I have ever seen. Um, <laughs> in the history of 49ers football. I know it's a regular season game, but it, they had playoff feel all over it. If you put that game in the NFC Championship, everybody would say the greatest NFC Championship game in the history of football. And here's what's crazy. It very well could be. Uh, Because currently, right now, if you're looking at it, you're probably looking at the number one and number two seed. Now, uh, obviously, the tiebreaker currently, um, you know, if we're looking at playoff implications, it's definitely Seattle. You know, they're playing later tonight, which I'm going to be broadcasting that game, too. I'm doing over nine hours on air today, (laughs) uh, which I'm going to go delusional, but that's okay. Uh, We've got a lot of stuff coming. So, first off, thank you. Really glad that you guys are here today. We're gonna to do a lot of different things. We're gonna break down the game. We're gonna enjoy all that. We're gonna get some questions. We're gonna go over stats. We're gonna do all that. And we're gonna enjoy it. We're gonna be here in a minute. But also, in honor of it being our 200th episode, I got some 49ers Rush t-shirts I want to give away for free. I'm going to pay for shipping and all that stuff uh, through some trivia questions. So I'm going to be, throughout this episode, I've got four different trivia questions that I'm going to be giving out. um, And some free t-shirts, which sounds like a lot of fun to me. Um, And just as a way of saying thank you guys. Because, wow, <laughs> it's been a fun journey, and today was worth it, man. It, it had the feeling at the end, that fourth and two, just like, come on, man, come on. But Jimmy Garoppolo goes out and get his sixth, fourth quarter comeback victory, um, of his career. That's his 23rd game. He's got six fourth quarter comebacks as a starter. And man, it seems like, you know, 25% of his games, one out of every four, it comes down to the wire like that. And finally answered it this season with this squad to improve to 11 and 2. That fourth and two play was just nuts. And George Kittle goes out. I think I said on the broadcast that um, Marcus Williams, the safety, uh, has to name his firstborn child uh, Greg or George Kittle uh, because he just that was just special what he did Um, real quick let's get through a couple questions as we jump into this this is your podcast guys so if you've got something make sure you tag me at John Chabin uh, so that I can see it because there's so many people already joining us and thank you please hit that like button uh, share button wherever it is that helps us just get more plays and bring in a bigger audience because we need to celebrate this real quick from Casey do you think the Seahawks will take an L Uh, this is not a gimme game for the Seahawks tonight and a big reason why I'm doing two broadcasts in one day is because uh, this game's key for the 49ers. Uh, I, I said, you know, if the 49ers lose to the Saints but the Seahawks lose to the Rams tonight, nothing changes. And so with the 49ers getting this close victory in such dominating fashion, and then if you add on to that a Seahawks loss, that would be huge. Now, I hate rooting for the Rams. (laughs) I'm not a Rams fan by any stretch. But tonight, uh, we've got to pull for the Rams. That would be huge. Uh, From Nick, will this shut up the Jimmy G haters? No, because it was played early in the morning on a Sunday, and half the country did not have access to that game. And as we know, uh, Doug Gottlieb and all those other whatevers, they don't watch football anyway. Now, if you read the box score, it sure as hell should. Jimmy Garoppolo goes 26 for 35... 349 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, three sacks, and he finished with a 131.7 quarterback rating. Now, uh, the interception was definitely not on him. Bounced off the hands of Emmanuel Sanders. And I'm not trying to, like, throw Emmanuel Sanders under the bus because, gosh, he had a career game as well. Seven catches for Emmanuel Sanders, 157 yards, one touchdown. Oh, and by the way, one-for-one passing for 35 yards and a touchdown. So... Great game for Emmanuel Sanders and what he was able to accomplish against some of the better secondary players in the entire NFL. Um, Just a great, great game. So, um, yeah, Kittle with the play of the year. This, This was the game of the year. There has not been a better game this year than this game right here. You're talking, I think there were eight lead changes back and forth. You're coming down to a fourth and two at the very end, that play by Kittle at the very, very end. You've got Garoppolo. You've got trick plays. You've got uh, insane amounts of offense. I mean, if we look at the just total yards, the NFL – Wants it to be this is what the NFL wants of every single game. They don't like defensive bouts and whatever else, it's not great for ratings. 49ers had over 500 yards total offense, 516 yards. The Saints, 465, which, if we want to look at the flip side of that, the 49ers defense got uh, beat down today. Uh, definitely did not play well enough to win. They haven't 49ers haven't allowed over 27 points this season, uh, they go up and give up 46. So, uh, in the dome, Drew Brees, they did not get to the pr- uh, any pressure on the quarterback at all. Um, you know, they got one sack late, and then it was wiped away by a penalty. Poor Solomon Thomas finally makes the play of his career at a clutch moment and gets a sack, and it gets negated by a Richard Sherman <laughs> uh, holding call on the secondary. That was a good call, actually, on that play, but uh, I, I felt for Solomon Thomas there. It's what it is. Uh, real quick, Danny, Danny the Bear, it's great day when Sean Payton's puck Mouth takes an L. Yeah, I can't stand people that whine and complain like that with their hands in the air and all that stuff. I can't stand it. So I love that. Uh, did you check your blood pressure? Oh my gosh, I'm going to cut up some of the broadcast that we just finished. And I, <laughs> the call whatever George Kittle made his play, I about lost my mind. It's kind of fun whenever you know doing the play by play and all that stuff's fun. But after a while, you just turn into a fan. And it doesn't matter if there's a microphone or a camera on you or what. It doesn't matter. You're just a little kid. And, you know, you go back to your 10-year-old self wearing a Jerry Rice jersey, jumping up and down, going bananas. That, That was the moment for me and uh you just instantaneously transform and I, I said this on the broadcast you know congratulations to everybody that's listening and watching this game this is why we are 49ers fans this is why we're nfl fans this is why we watch sports you get to enjoy that emotional roller coaster going up and down and yeah my blood pressure it is high uh, to say the least uh that was awesome All right, real quick, uh, great question here. How much of a problem was today's defensive performance in regards to the rest of the season? Yeah, it's huge. You cannot expect your offense to put up 48 points and 500-plus yards. So that's something that's going to have to change. Now, the good thing is you can make defensive adjustments. You know, D Ford went out in the first quarter. Uh, he, He has not played very much. Whenever he's out there, he's super effective. He just can't get healthy. And there's soft tissue issues. It's a hamstring. It's a hamstring issue. Uh, you got to rehab that and whatever else. So that's huge. Now, Marcel Harris, goodness, he gave up two touchdowns in the first quarter. Jimmy Ward gave up a touchdown. A Horrible missed tackles across the entire team. Fred Warner, who's played lights out several missed tackles and missed angles and things like that. So uh, lots of issues across the board. But what if Akella Witherspoon catches the free interception in the fourth quarter before they score that touchdown? Uh, Do we still have the same feeling because the defense finally answered the call? Um, I don't know. So there are some things from the defensive side that we can take away from. And, again, I'm going to be doing the Patreon um, breakdown of the offense and defense. No way in hell I can do every single play. There were a lot of plays. (laughs) Um, The 49ers ran 63 plays and the Saints 68. This was an offensive behemoth of a a game. So there's just a lot of plays there. Um, How do we look after this game given the number of injuries? I think we're okay. Western Richburg's season's going to be over over you know Kyle Shanahan was asked what happened with Richburg have you seen him he's on crutches after the game and you could tell whenever they do that ACL check whenever they're on the ground um, you can see the trainer just shaking his head it it was done there was no doubt um, as soon as the play happened so Western Richburg's down Brendan Garland's gonna step in huge loss on the offensive line I mean Richburg hasn't had a great season by any stretch but it definitely hasn't been a bad season so yeah, definitely not a great thing. Uh, ben Garland has played with Kyle Shanahan before, and we didn't notice really any hiccups once he came in. Uh, once Ben Garland took over snap duties, it, it was fine. Now the problem now becomes who's our backup center and and who's our backup interior guy. I ideally Daniel Brunskill's backing up all all four positions on the offensive line except for center and probably mike pearson would move to center if garland went down next Uh, might be some transactions that take place and bring in another uh, snapper just in case on the practice squad or something and get them up to date because uh, as i said before i really don't think that he's going to be coming back so uh here we go i'm gonna jump down uh glad thank you guys everybody for joining us let's give away our first 49ers rush t-shirt here we go here's the trivia question uh here are the rules all you have to do is tag me at john chapman and give me the answer the first one that shows up in the chat whether it's periscope youtube twitch uh twitter doesn't matter whoever gets it first free t-shirt to you um, again if you are the winner reach out to me on twitter at jl underscore chapman uh, or you can dm me on there or you can email me at 49ers rush podcast at gmail.com um yeah the refs were bad ron i'm with you man they (laughs) they were awful all right here we go first t-shirt here we go this 49ers linebacker and again this is in honor of our 200th episode had exactly 200 career tackles for the 49ers who is it Which 49ers linebacker had exactly 200 career tackles? And just a hint, he played with us for three years, and it took place in 2010. So the first person to at me, at John Chapman, and give me the name there, uh, you get a free T-shirt. It is not Lott. It is not Borman or Borland. That is incorrect. Again, the year is 2010, Um, not Borland. Everybody's throwing Borland out there. Free T-shirt, let's go. Whoever gets that one first, I'll be keeping an eye on the chat. Now, um, not Ronnie Lott. It is a linebacker. Uh, he's a big-time linebacker, NFL journeyman, traveled around lots of different teams. He joined us for three years, and not Patrick Willis either. Only 200 career tackles with the 49ers. Um, he went to college in Alabama. Let's see if that – there it is. Takeo Spikes, baby jojo young you are the man in the first one to get it so appreciate that thank you so jojo go ahead and uh dm me on twitter and uh jl underscore chapman let me know your mailing address and which size shirt you would like and i will get that to you uh great job everybody picked up on that That was Takio spikes was the answer i got three more of those coming later on in this game but let's jump over real quick and I want to talk just a little bit more about the offensive stats because they they were stupid. Uh, the 49ers rushing game was huge. You know, 10 carries, 69 yards for Raheem Mostert, who seems to, he got the most carries and the most snaps. And, you know, he got two targets. He caught those for 40 yards and a touchdown as well. Uh, The amazing triple reverse whatever pass from Emmanuel Sanders. So Raheem Mostert was definitely the 1A whenever we get to the running back position. Tevin Coleman, ah, goodness. uh, He's, like, getting close to Marquise Goodwin territory where he got the start. Kyle Shanahan demonstrated his faith and trust and loyalty, which he does probably to a fault. And, you know, gave him an extra chance and let him start after a terrible performance. And Tevin Coleman comes out in three rushes for six yards. That was it. Two yards per carry. And then he didn't go back in the game. And He had the first series of the first half and the first series, of the second half, and they were just done with it. Uh, the worst, um, how do I say this? The worst drives of the game were when Tevin Coleman was back there. Matt Breida, he didn't get a carry until almost the end of the second quarter, but so effective. Six carries, 54 yards, nine (laughs) yards rushing average, and, of course, one catch for four yards uh, at the end of the game. And so the rushing performance was awesome. 24 rushing attempts, 162 yards, 6.8 yards per carry. Um, Now, my key stat of the game was 35 rushing attempts, but good Lord, Threw that out the window. (laughs) They just started throwing the ball like crazy. And really, not that many uh, pass attempts. Only 35 total. Um, That is huge. Uh, Real quick uh, from Blingham. John, what do you think of the no holding call on that fake punt? Yeah, that was a correct call. Uh, and again, one, both players were holding each other, but the pass interference rules change on a punt play. So the reason why that wasn't called defensive pass interference against Tarvarius Moore is because the Saints lined up in punt position. And the outside gunners or the protectors on that side, it's different pass interference rules from the start. So this is a rule that was added about three years ago, and so there's not pass interference. You're allowed to do all those things. So Sean Payton and his whatever complaint, self was complaining against a holding call but you go back and watch that they're both holding each other um yeah that that was the correct call um that that's part of the rule book and i remember reading it back in the day if you want to read the nfl rule book you can it's like 200 pages um but anyway i'm a loser you don't have to i i got it for you (laughs) um Let's see here. Oh, James. Uh Uh-oh. We've got controversy already. (laughs) Um, Fable JVC got the answer correct. May want to check. I'll have to go back and look through the chat. I don't have time to do it now. Uh, Sorry if I messed up something. I don't want to do that. Um, And actually, you know what? If that is the case, I will get both Fable and Extra Shirt as well. Who cares? I'm like Oprah up here. Let's give it away. Give it away. Um, Yeah, Staley. Got to talk about Joe Staley. A lot of He's missed nine games this year, Joe Staley has, and it hasn't been really healthy. And so whenever you look at him coming back and how well Brunskill's played on the right and left side, lots of people you know, in the comments were saying, why not leave Brunskill in there? And I think we saw the reason why. When you look at what um, Joe Staley can do, he's just huge. He is a rock. He is an absolute rock, and, you know, all the pressure that happened and everything that the Saints were able to do with sacks and quarterback hits, guess what? None of those came on the outside. None of them did. Uh, Von Bell got a sack, secondary guy. Demario Davis got a sack, linebacker. Mario Edwards, defensive tackle. Uh, you are going up against the second-best pass rush, pass rusher in the NFL with Cameron Jordan. He has 13 and a half sacks, which is half a sack, behind the NFL leader uh, Shaquille Barrett and he didn't he didn't do anything he got one quarterback hit But I don't think it was against Staley. Staley had a wonderful, wonderful game. And real quick, before we move on to our next giveaway, I do want to thank our sponsor, Manscaped.com. Whenever you need to clean up your nether regions, the the below-the-belt area, here's what you got to do. Head to Manscaped.com, use promo code 49ERS, 49ERS, and what they're going to do is they're going to give you 20% off whatever you order and free shipping. I've been using Manscaped for a very, very long time, and the best thing about it is... The yeah. Pain free. You can't hurt yourself with their clippers whenever you're trimming down there and it's a rough area to trim, let's be honest and it's completely waterproof, which helps out the entire process of cleaning. It's safe, it's easy, it's fast and the rechargeable battery on it lasts forever, which is wonderful and then once you get into deodorant and all that stuff and shampoo, they have top of the line stuff, so do yourself a favor, take care of your family jewels like only you know how head over to manscaped.com use promo code 49ers49 nine ERS you're going to get 20% off your total uh your total purchase and free shipping all right let's scroll down let's do another trivia question free t-shirt here we go Jimmy Garoppolo today's performance he moved into top 10 quarterbacks for 49ers passing all time passing yards Jimmy Garoppolo is now the 10th uh, most passing yards in 49ers quarterback history Who did he just surpass? Who was the number 10 quarterback in um, history for the 49ers career passing yards and moved to 11? Again, at me, at John Chapman, and tell me who that is. Who did Jimmy Garoppolo just pass all time for 49ers passing yards? Uh, He moved up into the top 10. So let's see. This player had 5,250 yards. No, it is not Gerback. Again, at me, at J- John Chapman on there so I can see it. Y.A. Tittle, Tim Rattay, Kaepernick. Oh, my God, they're coming in so fast, <laughs> I can't see it. Uh, no, still not seeing it. Not Kaepernick. It is not Tim Rattay. It is not Y.A. Tittle. Again, not Alex Smith either. Jeff Garcia, still a no. You got to go back a little ways, but I guarantee you, you all know who this guy is. Uh, Not Drunken Miller. Nope, not Dave Craig. We're missing it again. Who was the 10th most passing yards quarterback for the 49ers? Still not seeing it. You all know him. Come on, guys. You got to think short. You got to think short. Spurrier. I see it. Everybody's got Spurrier. Who got it first? I'm seeing Josh as the first one. I think that is correct. Josh Gallagher, I believe, it's first. The chat's filling up so quick. So Josh Gallagher, congratulations. The correct answer is the old ball coach um, who was with uh, the 49ers from 1967 to 1975. He had just over 5,000 yards passing, and Garoppolo's passed that um in a very very fast manner so congratulations to you uh josh make sure that you uh message me your information i need to know shirt size and address and i will get that order put in for you free t-shirt really do appreciate that we got two more of those bad boys coming up soon um real quick let's jump into this and you know we're talking about defensive stats for the saints Let's look at the defensive stats for the 49ers, which uh, really didn't go well. A lot of tackles. Jimmy Ward was all over the place. Uh, He led the team with eight total tackles. Richard Sherman on press. He had that great tackle for loss, which was huge. Um, And it seemed like on that drive, when Richard Sherman came in off the edge and got the tackle for loss, that was the third and seven where Solomon Thomas finally got his first sack in a long time, but he got the holding call there as well. Manuel Mosley, he had <laughs> he played three positions. Emmanuel Mosley came in for a few snaps for Richard Sherman when he went down. Then he came in for Akela Witherspoon when he went down. Then he came in for <laughs> Kaywan Williams whenever he went down. He played three different corner positions. And, you know, we're talking about defense. It was a bad defensive performance. And it was really bad by the coaching staff. They kept putting Marcel Harris in positions that he could not be successful. And the Saints' game plan on scripted plays, the first quarter, they came out and just dominated Marcel Harris. Wherever he was, they ran it at him, <laughs> or they threw it at him, and it kept working. You know, um, they're tied in. Jared Cook, uh, two catches for two touchdowns, huge plays. The exact same play that we got scored on in the previous week against Mark Andrews and the Ravens. And the same damn play happens, and they score a touchdown again. Keller Witherspoon made a great play where he came over and just blew up, um, which you never see a Keller Witherspoon hit hard. But uh, he came in and made a great play against Jared Cook in the end zone. I still don't think that was a catch whenever he hit him and he just dropped the ball. But uh, it, that's what it is. Uh, Marcel Harris, we cannot get Jacowski Tart back fast enough. And the thing with this, and I, uh, let's talk about some good with Marcel Harris. He is great in the run game. He's very, very good in the run game. He's very over-aggressive. The problem is he is always out of position and he overreacts to everything. So if you do any type of double move, um, in-and-out movement, play action, any of that stuff, he is always out of position. He's just too eager and too excited. And he, he does go 100% and he's all-out effort, which you gotta love and you gotta respect and he's very, very physical. But the problem is he just takes, he, he just, he's too excited. He gotta chill down just a. little bit Um, so anyway that's it it, yeah I'm with you right there Uh, peak Rainier drafting safety is a top priority I agree with you completely Um, even the wide receiver position and the safety position I think those two are key now we will be getting some wide receiver reinforcements uh, in the offseason obviously with Jalen Hurd who we spent a third round pick but again he's never taken one snap in the NFL outside of the preseason so still a question mark there even though I'm a huge fan and then obviously Trent Taylor as well. And who knows with you know Dante Pettis if you, what you count on him? Uh, no, no, really not sure what you're going to expect of him long term. But that's what it is. Um, and for those of you, let's move into our betting segment real quick. Let me open that up. Um, you know, again, sponsors, mybookie.ag. Use promo code 49ers. They're going to double your initial deposit. We hit on all three bets this week. <laughs> so we picked the 49ers to cover. And, a- again, if you don't follow me on Twitter, please do so, at JL underscore Chapman. I tweeted out as soon as they released the first spread, mybookie. Uh, we were plus 3.5, and, and I got in for the 49ers plus 3.5, which they covered that no matter what. Then, for our parlay bet, we only did a two-team parlay over on my bookie, which you can bet on everything there. Um, And so what we did is we took the 49ers, the plus two points, and then we also took the Buffalo Bills plus six and a half, but I told you to buy an extra point. And so that went up to 7.5, they lost by 7, Baltimore 24 to Buffalo 17, so we uh, more than tripled up our money, it's just under four times if you bet with us, and that's two weeks in a row that we have hit huge. So if you want to bet with us, we do bets every week. If you have not subscribed to the 49ers Rush Podcast, uh, love the traffic that we are getting now, please hit the like button and hit the subscribe button, wherever it is you listen, whether it's a traditional podcast, uh, through YouTube, which gets the most traffic through Twitch, or through Periscope, we... We are here for you guys, and MyBookie has been with us all year. So if you want to bet and uh, have some fun with us, head over to MyBookie.ag, the most premier online sports betting site in the world. Use promo code 49ers, and they will double your initial deposit. All right, let's do another giveaway. Let's do this one. I'm going to be a little selfish here. (laughs) Uh, This one's about me. So uh, our 200th episode, if you have been with us for a while Um, My Twitter handle is at JL underscore Chapman. What does the L stand for? Remember to at John Chapman. What does the L stand for in my uh, Twitter handle? Here we go. Let's see as they, these are going to be fun. Um, Hint, that is my middle name and it's not what you want. Uh, (laughs) It's not going to be what you guess. Um, Let's see here. Appreciate that, SB. Uh, Love the 49ers faithful fan base. Oh, Isaac. Got it early. Isaac Sanchez that is correct the middle name is Lamar Jonathan Lamar Chapman in fact uh John Chapman was taken whenever I signed up for Twitter several years ago so I threw in the middle one Isaac first one that is awesome uh Jonathan Lamar I've won lots of uh bets there Leviticus that's a good guess there Leo yeah so Serge uh Uh, sorry. Yeah. Make sure that you hit me up. Let me get your free t-shirt there. Great job there. Got that quick, man. You guys, uh, y'all know your stuff. All right. I love it. Logan, that is my sister's name, oddly enough. So best teams in the NFL. Let's talk playoffs for a second. And here's the deal. The 49ers now own a tiebreaker over the other two division leaders in the Green Bay Packers and the New Orleans Saints. So the way that the conference or the here how I say this the playoff seedings go for tiebreakers with records the 49ers have the tiebreaker against all non-NFC West division leaders the Cowboys don't count they don't they're not even supposed to be invited to the party but whatever um Isaac got it first there we go uh thank you Mr. Superfly again message me so you can get your free t-shirt I got you guys um so, here's the deal. Here's how it works. Let's say we tie. We're 11 and 2, so at a worst case we go 11 and 5. Let's say we miss the lose the last 3 weeks and we tie with some of these teams. The first tiebreaker is head-to-head record. We already beat the Green Bay Packers and we already beat the Saints, and we're not playing them again, so we own the tiebreaker versus those teams no matter what. So theoretically, The 49ers can still lose a game and get the number one overall seed because we have the tiebreaker against them. Now, it complicates things whenever we look at the Seattle Seahawks, and that's kind of key. Seahawks, again, are playing later tonight. I will be broadcasting that game on Hot Mike. If you haven't downloaded that app, please go do so. It's a lot of fun. Uh, 49er-specific coverage instead of uh, listening to the TV announcers. Use the promo code RUSHESF, R-U-S-H-E-S-F. It's free for you guys. And, again, if you go to – I'm going to pin the tweet on my Twitter profile so that you guys can see exactly. Uh, if you have an Android, it's on soft launch now. For the longest time, it has not been available um, for the Android app. but now we have it. So head over there and let's see here. I am pinning it to my tweet uh, to my Twitter page right now, Twitter page. I think that's what it's called. I like that. Um, so it doesn't matter if you have Android, iPhone, whatever. Go to the store, download the Hot Mic app, and then use promo code rush ESF. Now, if you do have an Android, you have to go through my Twitter because it's not available. Um, you, It's a soft launch, so it's only by invite code only. You have to follow the link at JL underscore Chapman. It's my pinned tweet. Just click on my profile. That is there. So I will be talking about uh, broadcasting that game all tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. So let's look at what the 49ers got left. Let's look forward. Okay, we've got three games left, and we got two home games back-to-back. Finally, um, we will be playing the Atlanta Falcons at home, which is going to be a really fun game. And if anybody thought this has the makings of a trap game all over it, except it's Kyle Shanahan's previous team. You mean to tell me Kyle Shanahan and this coaching staff is not going to get up for this game? You're coming off the toughest three-game three, three game stretch in NFL history. You played against the two-loss Packers team, the two-loss Ravens team, the two-loss Saints team, and you went 2-1 and one during that stretch. Uh, before those three games, I said, look, the 49ers are a playoff team. Congratulations, we clinched the playoffs with our win, by the way, officially in the playoffs now. Um... Yeah, I'm going to broadcast tonight, yeah. <laughs> I, I want them both to be bad, Fable. <laughs> it's hard to root for either one, but we got to root for the Rams tonight. It just helps the 49ers. So, yeah, I will be broadcasting against both teams tonight, Fable. It'll be a little bit more of a fantasy-centric uh, broadcast. My friend from Eat Sleep Fantasy, Delta Motz, is going to be joining me. Uh, so I'm going to be talking playoff implications the whole time and just football and some fantasy stuff as well. But, Congratulations, with a win or a tie, we clinched the playoffs. We're in the playoffs. The 49ers are in the playoffs. When was the last time we could say that? It's been six years. The 49ers are in the playoffs. This is huge. Now, you go through that three-game stretch, and we go 2-1. and We lose to the Ravens, but we blow out the Packers, and then we went on the road um, against the Saints. Now we get two home games, the Atlanta Falcons and the Rams, both games at home. And again, I'll be broadcasting both those games as well. Um, and then right before New Year's baby the game of the year this is going to be everything now part of me thinks the Seattle Seahawks might not <laughs> I think they're going to lose a game or two I really really do uh, they're playing tonight obviously um, again, at Los Angeles Rams then they got another road game this is the Seahawks schedule at the Carolina Panthers who just fired their coach let's see how their players respond the Panthers are good enough to win that game though Then they have the Arizona Cardinals in Seattle, and then us in Seattle. So I really don't think that the Seattle Seahawks, who have the lowest margin of victory for any team with over 10 wins in NFL history, I think that they could lose one or two of those. Obviously, the 49ers, if we stay healthy with Kittle... Uh, 49ers are going to win that game. But, yeah, we'll have to see what happens there. A uh, lot of good stuff tonight. And, shoot, why not? In honor of the 200th episode, let's just keep things going. Let's do another T-shirt giveaway. This is going to be our last one. You guys help me pay attention here. Um, now we already clinched. Even with um, even if the Rams went out, we beat them by a division. Uh, we beat them on the seating of the conference tiers. Yeah, we are officially clinched as of now. Um, So here we go. Last t-shirt giveaway. Make sure you tag me at John Chapman on there. All right. How many years did it take the great Bill Walsh to make the playoffs with the 49ers? How many years did it take the great Bill Walsh to make it to the playoffs with the 49ers? Ooh, I like this one. I like this one. Oh, they're coming in. Look at them screaming in. They're going in too fast, damn it. (laughs) This is a good problem. I'm going to have to go back and uh, uh, double check this whole entire dang chat. (laughs) This is awesome. Lots of new I really do appreciate it, guys. Uh, Thank you, guys, for (laughs) jumping on here. The correct answer is three years. Um, I do believe Neo Smith is the first one that got it in there. The correct answer is three years. And the third year, yeah, Neo Smith, thank you so much. Appreciate it, man. Congratulations. Message me on Twitter or email me 49ersrushpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know address and t shirt size, and I will get that sent out to you. Um, Bill Wash took three years. 1981, they go to the playoffs for the first time. And guess what, guys? They won the damn Super Bowl that year. Guess what year this is, this is for Kyle Shanahan? It's year three, baby took them two years. They turned this team around quick, and they did it all. (laughs) There has not been. They didn't keep really anything from the previous teams. Uh, You got DeForest Buckner. You got Eric Armstead, and that's about it. There's really nothing else outside of those two. Um, Actually, I take that back. I think it's secondary. Jimmy Ward and Joukowsky Tart. Outside of that, they kind of went and did all their own stuff. And this team, you know, John Lynch, who... He got a lot of flack. There have been a lot of draft misses. But you have to look at what they have done through developing the practice squad and drafted free agents, trades. Um, They have brought in a lot of top-tier talent. And because of that, uh, they're 11-2. We might not be the first seed. (laughs) We're first or fifth. But I guarantee you this. I would be willing to bet that every team in the NFL would prefer to play the Seattle Seahawks than play the 49ers with what they have been able to put up nobody wants to be wants a part of this because this defense even though they you know struggle today and give up so many yards that is a special special team and if Jimmy Garoppolo can continue doing what he did today, holy cow um it, it's pretty special the amount of different ways that the 49ers have won games this year it doesn't make any sense with great defense with great running game with great passing game they've done it every single way and what a game what a victory happy 200th episode guys appreciate all the support and we're just getting started Um, and if this is your first time listening to us I want to say thank you really do appreciate it please hit subscribe Uh, we would like to be able to talk and grow more and lots of stuff coming up with the 49ers Rush Podcast. we just getting started, baby. we just getting started. So thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Please hit that like button, retweet, whatever, and we got more for you. We will be back this week. Regular schedule. We're going to have a full offensive breakdown, full defensive breakdown and our scouting report. And if you haven't joined my Patreon page, you gotta go do that. Um, you're talking about NFL Game Pass. You're getting all the coaches film with my notes on top of it. We're going to break down every defensive play, every offensive play, put out two separate videos this week um, and they're gonna be long they're about 40 minutes to an hour a piece it's 8 bucks a month so le- it's a dollar a video and it's year round uh prospect to draft videos, all that stuff, head over to Patreon, type in 49ers Rush Podcast, click on the Frank Gore tier, and that is there for you guys. Uh, We are giving out the best content that is available, and all the money that comes from Patreon goes back into the website, into equipment, all this other stuff, app development, and all these things so that we can keep bringing you guys. We want to be your one-stop shop for all 49ers content. And there's great podcasts out there, and I listen to them all. You guys should listen to them all as well. But we are trying to do something special here. We want to go above and beyond and give you guys the best that's out there. So hopefully you guys can do that. And as you know, my sign-off here always, it's so sweet today. Oh, it's so sweet today. Thank you, George Kittle and the 49ers uh, team. What a great win. Game of the year. And as always, stay strong, faithful. Support for
0: this podcast and the following message come from Corrient.